Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good Friday morning. I hope it's Friday morning. I think I set Tuesday's show to start late. I lose my mind when I do that stuff. I try to hurry and it's just been crazy. How are you? How are you? I am, of course, Robin. And uh, we are recording this again, I think, or pre-recording it, I should say. I think I told you to, um, this is airing on Friday and dad has an appointment this, this morning and I'll have to leave and be gone before I normally would have had the show. So I wanted to pre-record it. I did get a note from Carla Hoskins yesterday. Um, well, not yesterday, Wednesday, that said, uh, oh, I hate it when you're not live on Tuesdays. I'm in the habit of listening. And I do appreciate that. But I got to thinking, wait a minute. I had the show up. <laughs> and then I got to looking and I think I set it for 10 p.m. instead of 10 a.m. So I I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it. It's user error, obviously, user error. And I apologize to you guys for that. So it's a gorgeous day. It's another uh, really busy day. Like I said, I have to have dad at uh, at an appointment this morning at uh, actually at 1015. So I uh, also had guests come yesterday on Thursday and they left this morning. So it's been a busy morning and I have guests coming on Saturday. So the day is just going to be crazy. Once I get back with dad, I have to turn the room real quick and get everything uh, cleaned up. So I my scheduling kind of... I don't know what, well, this particular appointment um, is scheduled so far in advance. I probably didn't even think about it, but um, hopefully we won't have too many more of those. Um, so this is episode 72, 72 of the Holstein House broadcast, uh, broadcasting on YouTube, Fountain FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, TuneIn, Player, uh, Rumble. Um, I think that's it, really. I think that's it. So <laughs> I do ask that whatever platform you're using, there's some way to acknowledge that uh, that you like it and there's some way to follow it. So if you will like and follow, it would really be great. I'd love to get my uh, subscriptions up on uh, a little bit on some of the other platforms and um, and be able to reach a few more people. Uh, also be sure to follow Holstein House, Robin Holstein on all the major socials like, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Noster. I'm on Noster. I do have my pub key down in the uh, show notes and uh, TikTok. I, I do post little things over on TikTok, but I don't do a lot of interacting. TikTok and Clapper both. I I've been trying, I've been reconsidering. We had this conversation um, last week a little bit. I 
I really am rethinking a lot of my social media activities. Some of them I'm posting to and I'm just kind of checking the comments and stuff, but I'm not getting real deep because especially stupid clapper just, I mean, when I open that app on my phone, it's really filthy and I can't just, I have to try to be real quick to get to my profile and I can go check friends that way or people that I've connected with over there. But if I just go to the main feed, I mean, there is some really nasty stuff over there. I have the most followers over there. They're probably all kind of bots and stuff for all I know. Um, but I just really, I, I well, one of my duck, well, no, the, the little clip of uh, Bob the dog uh, rolling the groundhog. <laughs> it's got like 15,000 um, views. Let me see if I can, if I can see. It was 10,000 the other day. Let's see if I can get to it real quick and uh, see so I have to have to hit my profile um, tab real quick when I open it because I just it's just really nasty let's see there's probably oh, okay it's 10,000 uh, or 10.4 thousand views on the uh, the video of Bob rolling the groundhog there that's the biggest one the first one that I had over there was uh, that went to a thousand really quick was just a couple of helicopters that were flying over and I had just started using the app and um, and it had over, uh, uh, let's see if I can get down to it. It's, it's like the first one, so I have to really scroll down real far. Uh, 1.2 thousand. It's just a few seconds of a helicopter. I mean, that's all it was. Mostly the ducks. The ducks and the chickens and stuff get the, uh, the most views. Um, but yeah, Bob the dog, he got 10,000. 10,000, that was good. But uh, so yeah, over on Clapper, I've got... 566 followers, which, okay, I, I don't think that's, I mean, it's a lot of numbers, but I don't know that they're quality followers, you know what I'm saying? Tiki Talkie, I've got 104, and that's fine. I'm not, I'm not blowing anybody off there, but uh, it's 104. The Bob, Bob the Dog has 266 views uh, where he rolled the, uh, the groundhog. And uh, the ducks and the chickens get the most views there, too. But I do, I do, I've been doing a little morning, you know, the weather from the, um, from the front porch, uh, on the front porch update over there. And the idea behind that was just to um, let potential guests know the type of weather we're experiencing at the time. So that, uh, you know, they think if they're thinking, well, you know, maybe I'll stop. Well, we've got some storms coming through, but there's some stuff happening. So I try to mark it a little bit that way. It's seeing a little bit of results. Uh, I'm seeing an uptick in uh, um, the statistics or the analytics for the website uh, where people are going and looking. Um, I'm not having an increase in direct books yet. I am having an increase. Well, the Airbnb books are seasonal, are, are, are right about right for the season. So um, that, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody's, they, they haven't mentioned that I don't pry if, um, if they've seen it and are, um, are booking because of that. But, um, you know, that's just how that is. Let me, um, let me stop rambling and just kind of get on this because I, I'm kind of tight on time. And if I uh, hit right at an hour, I'm going to have to really boot scoot to get ready and go pick up dad to uh, get to his morning appointment. 
Um, for the most part, things around here, uh, as far as the home itself, haven't changed. I still don't have my front porch rails, and I guess I'm going to have to go to an attorney. I mean, this has been since late, mid-February. Mid-February, and I don't have it. And I hate that because, you know, the guy's done great work for us before, and he's just he's just ghosting now. He's not even trying. Not even trying. I messaged him yesterday and said, so are we going to get this done? Nothing nothing so um yeah i'm gonna have to get an attorney on the uh, front porch rails it's just it's stupid absolutely stupid but i did reach out to contractors for the roof on the doghouse now um if you guys have been following me for a while you've heard me talk about the doghouse for those of you who may not who may stumble upon this and say why the doghouse why do you need a contractor for the dog it's not really a doghouse it's not like the bob the dog it's it's a little building um if one of the rooms, one room which would suit for a bedroom had a closet. It would be a one bedroom single unit structure. It has a living room area. It has a kitchen. It has a bathroom with shower and well with a tub. Well, it has space for a tub. It doesn't have a tub in it now. Um, but, you know, a full bathroom and an area that could be used as a bedroom except it doesn't have a closet. So we'd have to put a closet in it. Anyway, the roof has been leaking. It needs to be replaced. And I just bit the bit the bullet yesterday and called two contractors. I looked them up yesterday and called two contractors. One came out right straight, flew his little drone over and looked at it and said he'd get back with me today. The other ones just said, um, we'll get back with you. We'll get your request to our scheduler. And, you know, so I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, I'm hoping that the first guys can do it because they're really local. I mean, they're just a couple miles. Well, probably five miles from me. The other one is uh, on the other side of Charleston. So it's 15 miles, but I mean, you know, 15 miles in the scheme of things is not that great, but you want to help local people a little more than, than not. So, and they're affiliated with a national chain and um, they should, they've got, they, they posted their contractor's license. They posted, um, that they have insurance and stuff. So we'll, if, when he gets back with me on the estimate, we'll, we'll go from there. I know what the guy that's do, supposed to be doing the porch rails gave us an estimate too. So I know what that one was, but um, I'm not calling him. I, I can't call him for any more work. I just can't. He's just really screwed me this over. And uh, he has, um, he has a little more than half, well, a little less than half of what he estimated the job to be so that he could order the materials. And I, I didn't question it because, you know, we get along. But he's not doing the job. So I can't, uh, I can't, I can't recommend him. And I can't get him to kind of do the work. So I'm going to have to contact an attorney. May have to go down to, um, small claims, but I got to find out what the dollar amount is down at small claims now. I think it may be over the dollar amount for small claims, but I don't know what it is. I've got to go find that out. But anyway, <laughs> so I am planning to get the, uh, the little doghouse um, rift. Once I get that rift, then we can start working on getting the uh, wiring, getting it rewired, getting it cleaned up, getting it functional, and I can eat, I can do something with it. Okay, um, I I either need to rent it, I need to maybe put it on Airbnb. If I do that, I got to move the camper because the camper sets right in front of it. <clears throat> if I put it on Airbnb, um, it could be a standalone property. They wouldn't have to see me at all. You know, I just go in and clean it. 
Um, I don't know that would help. It might, but it'd be another option. So uh, we'd be getting some money in on it instead of sitting there sucking money out in taxes and property taxes. Of course, it would probably make my property taxes go up, but, you know, you just can't win that battle. But that needs to be, it needs to have something done. It can't sit there any longer. Like it's, it's just been uh, sitting too long. Um, so the guests have gone. I've got to... Um, get the room turned fairly quickly this afternoon uh, the weather's supposed to be pretty good so hopefully i can get i, I don't put my guests um linens the bed clothes and stuff out on the clothesline because of pollen um i i you never know and i just don't it's not necessary i mean it's it's one little laundry um but hopefully i can get my clothes out on the line i rather use the uh, clothesline then the dryer any day. And Mr. Holstein, while I was gone at the conference um, last weekend, he did cement in my clothesline. Yay. Which, you know, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. So now I don't have to worry about it tipping over and it's setting level. It's setting centered in the spot where it is, where I needed it to be. Where we had it last year. I know this is probably boring, but we had it last year um, where he put it. It was when I'd hang my sheets on it. Because it's one of those umbrella types, you know, that you push up and it's kind of like this. And it's got four or five rows of lines instead of one gigantic one. We have one of the ones with one gigantic line, too. But it's back over and around and under trees and birds and stuff. So anyway, so this one's up and um, it's centered where we had it before. It would, uh, when it would turn, if I was hanging sheets, the sheets would scrub up against the concrete blocks that where you come up out of the basement. Um, and if I folded them up again one more time, then it took just so long for them to get dry. And it just was crazy. So I needed it centered. So I took it up last fall when um, when the end of uh, hanging clothes out came came around. I, I pulled it up and folded it up and put it away. And then when I put it back out this spring, I didn't get it. I didn't get it, the, the post down right. Um, and so when I loaded it up the first time with clothes, it went and all my clothes hit the ground and got dirty. And it's real close to the water barrels where I use the water that I bring water barrels where I used to uh, water the garden and and uh, put out for the birds and stuff. And so a bunch of clothes went into the water and it was just a mess. And here I was trying to get out of here to go to camp or conference. So. Um, then I had to wash all this stuff again. It was I was so mad, but it was my fault because I didn't put the put the uh, thing up correctly. I thought I had, but I I didn't. I didn't have it up correctly. So um, he did that for me while I was uh, was gone, and I really appreciated that. And then he got the uh, old air conditioning unit moved out of out of and put I think out in the shop out of the way, um, and. Uh, he started working on the window well that's there because the previous people, when they put the air conditioning unit in, they just destroyed the window that was in there. So he had to use some plexiglass and just make do to, to close that for now. But they also tore up the window well. So he's happened to reframe that window well and work on that some more. But he was doing that when I got home from, uh, from the conference the other day. Uh, so let's see. Mm. I'll talk a little bit. The ducklings, the ducklings are five weeks old now and their, their little voices are changing. Um, 
I I can't tell. I mean, they kind of the two that are obviously changed. It's amazing. I mean, they were all hatched within a few hours of each other, but one of them's little voice was has been changing for a week, and a second one just started a couple days ago, and the other two haven't changed yet at all. They're still like little high high pitched peep peep peep. So, but they, you know, they're just a few hours apart in age. It's, it's crazy to me. Uh, they sound more like their mother, the ones that's little voices, little quacks are changing. So hopefully it got at least two girls out of them. Um, they all look really exactly alike in their color and their plumage and stuff still yet. So I, I can't tell by that whether they're girls or boy. I don't see that um, telltale uh, tail feather that you know, in the boys, it curls around. Um, it really curls kind of hard. I don't see that at all yet. But the little tail feathers haven't all, all the fluffy parts haven't, you know, come off yet. They haven't molted at all for whatever the phrase is. So their little tail feathers look almost like they did two, two or three weeks ago. So they haven't, um, they haven't, they're not showing. Maybe they're all girls, which would be just fine. <laughs> just fine but i don't see i don't see any curl any any feather on the tail that, that has a curl at all so um the, the like i said the two that they're all the same color and they're kind of a um well the the new feathers that are coming in are that kind of a uh, creamy brownish um caramely color that the females have i don't see any variations yet that would be like the male the dark colors uh, at all um so I, I don't know. I don't know what they are, but uh, they're starting to, they don't come up to me and I never would grab them because they're not pets. And I, so much as I really want to pick them up and hold them and love them and all that stuff, they're not pets. And I don't want to get started doing that. And, but uh, they're starting to trust me a little more. So if I come out and I holler for them and holler, come on, you know, come on, babies, it's time to get up. They'll come out. I, I did finally yesterday for a few hours was successful in blocking the, the drake into part of the front part of the yard so that he wouldn't be hassling them so that they could get out and they can get some grass and they can get some bugs and stuff because he's been chasing them back in the run. So um, the, the coop is here, the run is here and the run is, um, um, you know, a, a, cage you know but um so i opened the the door for them and then they all come out in the yard and they free range and he's running them back in and they would be out and here he'd come just head down chasing them back in so i i blocked him yesterday so that he would have to be in the front half of the yard and they could get the back half of the yard so that they they've got to be able to get out and, and move around I don't think those peeking eggs that I put under my little broody hen are going to make it. I, I think um, we've got till the 28th is the 28th is where I had it marked that they should hatch by. I don't think they're going to make it. And the reason I don't think they're going to make it is because they've gotten cool. Um, they've been knocked out. Some of the other hens have tried to get, you know, I, I don't have them separated, separated. And so some of the other hens have tried to get in that nest box and they've rolled those eggs several times. I just don't think that they've stayed warm the way they were supposed to. I don't think they're developing, but we'll we'll see. Um, if they don't, they don't. I mean, what do you? It was worth a try. I may try it again. I uh, had another peak and egg this morning, but she probably won't be broody much longer. So we'll uh, um, 
we'll we'll take it as it comes if there's a, if her her twin it's not really a twin but if her sister isa brown goes broody then i'll try it again and see what happens but um i don't think uh i don't think they're gonna make it the chickens are slowing down their egg production i have seven hens in the last few days i've only gotten like three or four eggs a day instead of of six not counting the broody hen of course um I, they're older they should slow down i get it and i really wanted to get some hen some hens this year but i you know i don't think i can get them if i can get them they won't start laying until what january or so if i if i if i went over to tractor supply today and and purchased some hens um or some pullets they i don't think they would start laying until about january february and i don't know that i've got the patience to deal with them right now uh, with the ducklings, I let the mama do all the work. I don't, I don't want to have to deal with, I just don't want to have to deal with hens. Um, I, I just don't know what I'm going to do there. I, um, I need a couple more and that was part of the plan because I, I can sell those. I don't know if I can sell duck eggs. Um, I mean, I can, but I don't know how fast, how well I would just have to play that one by ear, but the chickens, um, to, uh, to paraphrase a, um, a former news anchor, they are past their prime as far as egg laying goes. But, you know, I, I mentioned free range. Um, I looked up um, the other day exactly what free range means. And, you know, the U.S. United States Department of Agriculture, which is people you generally just say USDA, uh, define is regulates the definition of that and so I looked up cage free and I'm and and free range because I was also looking up organic I know organic is not what we think a lot of people think organic means no um no fertilizers no chemicals no nothing just it's out there bugs and all but that's not what organic means and organic just means that um there are certain chemicals you're not allowed to use and certain things you are allowed to use. Um, the USDA oversight has oversight on that. And it's, it's just a labeling term and they'll tell you that I have a link in the show notes uh, to a, um, a PDF for their definition of organic. And they say straight out, it's a labeling term. Um, that uh, for approved methods uh, on on growing meat or vegetables um, that use uh, that integrate cultural, biological, and mechanical processes that foster cycling of resources, promote ecological balance, and conserve biodiversity. Synthetic fertilizers, sewage sludge, irradiation and genetic engineering may not be used. So it just says synthetic fertilizers. It doesn't say you can't use fertilizers. It just says, it doesn't say you can't use pest control. It does, I mean, there. it's not exactly the purity that we want to think it is. Um, but anyway, so while I was looking up organic and I found the, you know, I come across the PDF there and it was talking about free range and cage free. And so you go to Walmart or Kroger's or Piggly Wiggly or, um, you know, H-E-B or whoever you're going to, whatever grocery store you go to, and you see something that says free range. You think, oh, yes, free range eggs. Mm, pardon me. 
Well, free range just means that the flock is provided shelter in a building or a room or an area with unlimited access to food and fresh water and access to the outdoors during their production cycle. During their production cycle. Does it mean that the chicken that's past its prime is not stuck over here? <laughs> so you, you have a shelter and they have access to unlimited food and water, which could be a big tray, conveyor belt, or, or one of those things they poke their heads through, feeders. And fresh water, well, as long as you've got water out there and you're changing it every day, it's fresh water. And access to outdoor, well, they could still be in a cage. They can still be in a fence area. It doesn't say the outdoor has to have grass or straw or anything. It doesn't say it has can't be concrete floor. So that's free range. That's the USDA definition of free range. The flock is provided shelter in a building, room, or area with unlimited access to food, fresh water, and continuous access to outdoors during their production cycle. The outdoor area may or may not be fenced and or covered with netting-like materials. So your free-ranged eggs could be fenced on a concrete floor as long as they can get outside. Kind of like a, a, at the animal shelter where the dog has a little hole and it can go outside and do its business out there and has food and water on the inside and a little little bed. And they can get, I mean, yeah, they're free-range. Now, cage-free, their, their definition for cage-free is uh, the flock was able to freely roam a building, room, or enclosed area with unlimited access to food and fresh water during their production cycle. Now, that's straight from the USDA uh, PDF called What is Organic? And the link, like I said, is down below. So your cage-free eggs aren't as cage-free as what I'm giving you, my chickens and ducks, except when I'm going to be gone most of the day where I can't be, you know, around to watch out for them, are out in the yard. They're out in the yard. Okay. They do have unlimited water. I've got all kinds of places of water out, out there. I've got two at one at each of my uh, rain barrels because I got a spigot on the rain barrels and I have two bowls of water, one underneath each spigot. I have a little, um, rubber rubber uh, bowl thing uh it's it's a feeder for animals it's from the tractor supply but it's got little handles on it full of water for them to splash in i have a bigger thing in the uh in the run it's a half barrel plus half plastic barrel planter thing that i've got water in and i've got a spigot so i can drain it and they've got another couple another bowls of water in the run so they've got water all over the place and they've got feed in the run hanging i've got a thing hanging from the center so that it keeps it up off the ground and, and then I've got another little bowl that I put feed in with a little water in it to make it kind of a mushy stuff P mostly for the ducks but the chickens love it they'd rather eat that than the dry stuff but yeah so you know and they're out they get their bugs and they get their grasses and they get their weeds and things that they like to eat and sometimes they get my tomatoes off the vine but you know so but USDA both free-range and cage-free eggs allow for enclosed areas so there you go. Listen, if you're traveling two or three West Virginia 
on Interstate 6477, which is also known as the West Virginia Turnpike. And you're looking for a place to stay either, you know, halfway on your trip or if you're coming to the Charleston area and just wants a place to stay. Go to RobinHolstein.com and look for Holstein House on the menu. Use that look and read up on Holstein House. And if you want to use Airbnb, we accept Airbnb. But direct book guests get perks. One of the perks is 5% off is a promo code you can use. It's called um, PODCAST5, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, PODCAST5, which is 5% off your stay there. Uh, we do have, it's just almost over, West Virginia Day, W-V-D-A-Y. If you book by today, by the end of today, for stays next week, you can get 10% off there. So um, go to robinholstein.com and look up Holstein House. We also have the chocolate and coffee package, which is, which is really neat if you direct book. Direct book only for those promo codes and specials. All righty now, let's see. We do have a few things going on. This is the 7th, the 16th. I need to clear these off. Oh, I didn't do my pepperoni rolls. I still need to do pepperoni. I could still do that, I guess. I still could do that. Pepperoni rolls. Um, if you're not here already, you can't do those. Festival finishes up this week. The Coal Festival finishes up this week. Rolls on the River Pepperoni Roll Festival is part of Festival finishes up this week. Um, Yak Fest finishes up this week. The Wine and Jazz Festival finishes up on the 17th. And let's see. What do we got? I'm going to have to look up the July here in a the West Virginia Freedom Festival in Logan is from the 20th to the 24th. Now, Logan's, depending on what part of Logan you're going to, is about an hour away. About an hour away. The West Virginia Quilt Festival in Summersville is from the 22nd to the 24th of June. That is also about a half hour, 45 minutes away, depending on which area you're going there. Mountain State Art and Crafts Fair starts on the 30th, which is next week, and goes through the 2nd, and that is in Ripley and that is going to be a fun time and the Charleston Stern Reel Regatta is back and that's from the 30th which next week through the uh, it's next week isn't it no the week after next week after next the 30th through the 4th uh, and that's in Charleston so this is a great place to stay if you're going to any of those places and you'll get a break if you direct book and use the promo code So I'm over on Noster still, and like I said, I have my um, my pub key down below, and I I'm really kind of enjoying it. I'm I'm learning a lot about that world, that tech world, and that Bitcoin world. And I uh, I posted yesterday that on uh, Noster, it's a note, not a post, but a note. I posted a note on Noster yesterday, um, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. And uh, asked, saying that, you know, I'm considering the cold card wallet and asking people what they thought. And I was really pleased that the responses, most of the responses said that they thought that it was an excellent option. Cold card, now you would go to coldcard.com to read more on it, but cold card is a YouTube or YouTube, Lord have mercy, where is my mind today, is a... Um, is a Bitcoin wallet. It's a self-custody wallet. And it means that you would take all your Bitcoin or your Satoshi and you would you would put it on the wallet like a USB 
do 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 do. I don't have one handy that's not attached to something. Um, no, I was going to show you, but they're all attached. They're all plugged in. It's a device that you plug into your computer, basically, and you load your Satoshis or your Bitcoin, if you have full Bitcoins, onto it, and it is locked. Um, it's uh, it, there are, uh, there's a couple of, the, the cold card is a little different than some of the others. You get, uh, you, you get a, a, a seed, uh, which is 12, 12 phrase, 12 words, which is kind of like your password, only it's 12 separate words, random words that you save. And that's your, your, um, your password or your, your seed phrase. And, that's how you get in and you 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 don't get a second chance so if you lose those you're in you've just messed up so part of the thing with bitcoin is self-custody which means you are totally responsible you know you can't run to the government you can't run to the bank you can't run to somebody else to fix it for you if you mess it up you've messed it up so um cold cold card is an option for self-custody of Bitcoin and Satoshis. I don't really have that much dollar-wise to really worry about it, but I don't want to wait to the last minute because, I mean, you know, if I'm adding 20 here and 20 there, uh, because I've always said that I'm going to treat Bitcoin right now as I'm learning as if like you would go to the movies. So what would you expect to pay to go to the movies with, with the movie ticket and maybe dinner and popcorn and pop and all that stuff when you go, you know, what would it cost the full night of going to the movies what would you spend to do that? And I'm not going to spend more than that right now on Satoshi's while I'm learning to use all of these things. And cold card, you if you if you have an app on your phone like um, oh like uh, Blue Wallet. No, let me not use Blue Wallet. Let me say um, Strike. Let's say Strike. And you have money in that app, or you have Satoshi's in that app. They're storing it. They're holding it for you. And if if they go under, then you lose it. So it's like me putting my money in the bank or in the credit union. Yeah, they're holding it, but they can dictate how much I get back. As a matter of fact, let me share this with you. When we, well, I say we, but Mr. Holstein went to went to the bank to get the money out to buy the um, the air conditioning unit, the place he bought it from needed uh, a check they weren't they wouldn't you know you you don't po you you had to take money in and he went to the bank to move the money over to take it to um take it to the uh supply place where he bought it and he decided he just was going to take cash so he knew how much it was he'd already talked to him he knew exactly down to the penny how much it was and he was taking it out. And the girl at our credit union said, normally we would not allow you to take this much out in one day. She said that. He came home and asked me about it. He said, did you know that? I said, well, I kind of did, but we've never had that issue. We've never taken that much cash out. I mean, writing a check or using our bank card or something, paying the bills and stuff is, is different. To withdraw cash, I, was, I think it was about two grand he took out. Um. She said they had a limit on how much cash you could take out in one day because they don't keep that much back in the vault. And I said, I kind of knew that because I, I knew they don't, you know, keep every dollar bill or quarter that goes in there. 
but I, I hadn't thought about it because we don't take that much cash out at one time. So if you have Satoshis or Bitcoin and you have them on one of these apps, you, you could, they're keeping it for you. Okay. You're not, it's yours, but it's not yours because they've got it. And, and if they go under, you lose it and there's no government to bail you out. So you put your, you get a wallet, you get a, um, a self-custody wallet. And like I've said before, it kind of looks like a little USB, uh, maybe a little bigger and you, you, you plug it into your computer and you download your, your Satoshis or your Bitcoin on it. And you, that's what you keep. It's your electronic wallet. And I've been debating. I was, I was looking at several and now there's been some issues with some of the ones that I was looking at before. I haven't actually purchased one. But I've been looking at cold card and you can go to coldcard.com and look at that. And there's a couple of things that I, I really like about it. And one is that you can set up a fake wallet and, and it, it is a diversion. So let's say um, I don't I don't travel out of the United States. I've been out of the United States. Uh, a total of 10 days in my life. If you don't if you count Hawaii, which Hawaii is a U.S. state, but it's, you know way over there in the Pacific Ocean. If you if you just if you just say the continental United States, I've been out of the continental United States twice in my life. Uh 10 days in Europe and just shy of 10 days in Hawaii. Now that's not a big deal other than just saying if if I were to travel outside of the United States, let's say to South America, and I am using Bitcoin and some gang decides they want some fat white chick to, to hold as a hostage and they want to steal her Bitcoin. They want to steal her um, cold card wallet. They might be able to hack a little bit or they might be able to convince me I can set up a, a fake um, wallet. It can have a few Satoshis in it or, you know, enough to make it look like a real wallet. And I can give them an alternative passcode and then, you know, maybe they can ask the, whoever's holding this fat white chick hostage. Um, then they can access part of it. It's kind of like giving them your fake jewelry <laughs> or your cheap jewelry and keeping the good stuff, you know. So you they don't get all of it. You know, they may get something, which is this fake piece that you've set up, but they don't get it all. And you can do that. I don't think you can do that with other ones. I haven't seen that uh, ability to to have that separate wallet um, in any of the other ones that I've looked at. Um, so I um, I'm considering it's a little more costly than uh, there's one called Jade, and uh, it's kind of it's a little less expensive than uh, Cold Card, but um, I didn't see that. I haven't spent a lot of time looking at the jade. I just, I, I read through and looked at both of them and I, and decided, you know, I kind of like cold card better there. And uh, I was going to use moon M U U N, but they were starting to have, there was some issues uh, cropping up with it as well. That may be kind of hesitant. And some of the other ones that are out there are having trouble. So I am, um, I'm I'm kind of looking, and when I question, put it on, just to come back around, when I put that question out on um, Nostra, the responses I got were that that uh, cold wallet 
is a really great option. And um, even though it may be a little more challenging for me because I'm not a developer and I'm not a techie and all that stuff, it still I it would still give me the ability to to learn it. And it's not so out there tech that um, that I can't do it. So I'm glad of that. I'm going to try that. I don't like I said I I don't have a lot of Satoshi's at this point, but it's enough I think to start uh, looking at that. And then maybe maybe later I will. Um, I will start investing a little more heavily in um, in the Bitcoin world. So just uh, if I if I go to uh, South America, remind me there might be some of those folks down there that want to take this uh, fat white check hostage. Well, let's see. Uh, the only other thing I really have today uh, is the situation with the church and we're not going to get a new pastor um, anytime soon. Um, I, I'm kind of disappointed in that. And I was telling dad yesterday and I, I said, you know, I'm just going to let that set. Uh, the church is okay for a while. Uh, we're paying our bills. We're paying our utilities and uh, we've got the projects going on. I just really had hoped that, we would have a pastor to help us grow and because uh, there's a lot of people who won't come they won't come because we don't have a pastor okay don't come i mean i don't want to i really don't want to have that attitude i really don't but i'm looking at the cards i'm being dealt and that's a terrible thing to say when you talked about the church i'm looking at these cards i'm dealt but uh, i am i'm looking at the cards i'm being dealt and trying to decide how what to do because i'm I'm really exhausted. I really am. I'm just, it's just a lot, a lot. But maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I, maybe there's something I should do. I've had a couple of things flow through my mind. Some of the help that I thought I had at the church is kind of not coming consistently. Um, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get through it one way or another. One way or another, we'll get to it. So, um, I think, I think that's really about it. Um, one of the comments that I got on Nostra that was really helpful to me when I asked about the cold card wallet, and I'll go back, back up to that because there's nothing else to say right now about the church uh, the project is going on okay we you know i've got um, uh, a schedule going for the next couple of weeks i do have to get some more advertisements out i have to get a banner made and a couple other things but i mean that's neither here nor there but one of the comments that i got back on my question about what do you think about the, the cold card wallet was you have to consider and this came from a uh, someone called joe you have to consider the actual threats you're concerned about now threats in this instance is being robbed, have somebody hack your account, steal your Bitcoin. Self-loss, which is you messed it all up or you lose the device. Home invasion. Uh, thieves. You know, <laughs> if you're going to rob me, good luck. You'll never find. I can't find everything. You'll never find everything. Hacking, which is, you know, the computer hacking of the account. 
uh, if your seed is generated offline and never sees a computer, hacking is not an issue. So the the seed is the the is the basically the passwords. The seed phrase is what they use. Self loss is probably the biggest risk. Make sure you take your time and test your setup. Prove to yourself you won't lose your funds if the seed is wiped from a device. For example, home invasion is trickier, at least if the cold card is stolen. It is expensive to extract the seed, gives you time to get your funds. So one thing, um, some of this um, thing with the, and I don't know, like I said, I don't know if you can do it with all of them or not, but you can set the cold card up so that if you enter the wrong seed phrase X amount of times, let's say 12 times, it just locks up and nobody can get in it and it's just done. Um. You can create a setup that makes it impossible to spend without also getting the keys at another location, which would be a, a two-step multi-signature thing. So that you have to put this, you have to put in the code at the computer, plus you have to use the code on, let's say, your phone. So you, you have to have those two things. It's like um, <laughs> in the old Star Trek with Captain Kirk, when they had to have two people, or three, was it three? It may have been three. Kirk. Spock and Scotty, I think, I think, had to all be there at the same time to self-destruct the, sh the ship, to cause the, the ship to self-destruct. So that's kind of well, that you have to have two, two different entries uh, for a passcode or your seed phrase. Uh, you can set up that makes it impossible to spend. Um, there are duress and brick me pins. Brick me is where, you know, it locks up and nobody can get in. Um, Focus on mitigating the threats you think are most likely to happen to you. So in my world, the most the most likely thing would be a computer hacker or somebody breaking in the house. And keep in mind if you are just cold storing funds and not spending, you don't even you don't even need to keep your seed stored in your device at all. Uh, CoinKite calls it a signing device and that's appropriate if you don't have anything to sign it's not necessary to keep the cold card with your seed load well seed freight lo loaded of course seed should be on a metal plate maybe passphrase so there's a lot to think about but if i start out small then i can work through all this stuff you know do i need this do i need that if i'm if i'm only what they call it hodl if i'm only holding uh the Satoshis and I'm not shopping with them. I'm not spending them. I'm, I'm, it's like a savings account. You're just dropping it in there and you're never touching it. Then my activities are and and things around it are going to be a little different than if, I, than if I'm shopping. So you're not if you've got a checkbook or a bank account with a bank card, it's you, you treat that account different than you treat your savings account, which is what he's saying here. So. Um, uh, th I, that was a lot of good, good uh, information that I got from folks. And it was kind of all along the same lines as what I just shared with you. So I think we're pretty close to wrapping up here. Um, it's a little short. It's a little short than an hour, but I don't, I really need to um, wrap up and uh, get things, um, get things back and get, uh, get up and get dad picked up. and. Um, 
get him on his way to his appointment. So again, this was episode 72 of the Holstein House broadcast. I'm so glad you stopped by and I'm so glad you hung out. And I, I really hope that, um, that something I said today would, made you think about something that was, was good, uh, made you smile or made you laugh or made you, you know, mad. I don't think it's anything worth getting mad about today. Sometimes I do, but I haven't for a while. But I am out there on all the major socials. If you want to look up Robin Holstein or if you want to look up Holstein House, you should be able to find me somewhere. At this point, I don't have any membership accounts, but that's, I don't know that I'll go that route anyway. That's, uh, that's a long way off, but uh, I do appreciate you coming and stopping by and listening today. Uh, like I said, it's a little shorter, but you should be able to find all the links in the uh, show notes and this hopefully will go up. I'll have it scheduled for the right time this time. I just have so much going on. I get, I get out of whack. So I'm going to call it and we're going to hit the music and we're going to shut her down for the day. And uh, we will see you. It probably, it's going to be pre-recorded next Tuesday as well. So we will see you live again, probably on the, 23rd which is next week next Friday so for now I'm going to go and thank you so much for coming and staying and please feel free to comment hit the like hit the share subscribe and we will see you again later oops sorry (laughs) we'll see you again later next week (laughs) bye-bye so there you have it Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.